here we are. The long-awaited Debisode. Yes. With Deborah Fountain and Deb Woods. Stop. Plus one, Ian Smith. Hey. <laughs> and for the record, who asked for the Debisode? Andy Coggins asked for the Debisode. That's right. Here we are, Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. The air conditioner just turned off. Very nice. It's about to get hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so I have zero questions lined up. I have zero plan for this. Um, so we could just, uh, I guess we could just talk about, you know, where we're here at Masters Nationals. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what Masters Nationals is, it's weightlifting for old people. Oh, God, that was bad. I just went right it's in there. Folks. Just kidding. People 35 and older, um, they like to still lift weights and compete and beat each other. Be competitive. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. Um, so today, what's today? Today is Friday. The St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Yes, St. Patrick's Day. I wore green. Nobody else is wearing green. <laughs> I got pinched. Except for me. Um, Deb Woods competed today. Deborah Fountain was supposed to compete today, but she weighed heavy, and she's going to compete tomorrow. Yep. So uh, first, I guess let's just talk about, you know, Traveling here. Who got here first? I did. Deb Woods. Tell us about that, Deb. What'd you do? Did you drive up here? We did. We drove. We went to Atlanta first, visited the aquarium. Then on Tuesday, we headed up to Pennsylvania. What was the best part of the aquarium? Seeing my mom see it. Actually, she had never been before. That's way too wholesome for me. I need to know, like, (laughs) what was the best thing you saw? (laughs) Animal-wise. Not homo sapien. Um... I'm a fan of the beluga whales. Yeah. I actually want to do cage diving with the sharks. We reef dove, or we dove on shipwrecks with reef sharks in the Bahamas. But so I want to do cage dive there and with the beluga whales. Does that surprise you at all, Ian? No. Cause <laughs> De- I mean, Deb's a badass, so she's going to do badass things. For right? real. She's an adventurer. Yeah. She's a yeah. what, Deb? She's Deborah an adventurer. She, she's a go-getter. Oh, I thought you were going to say badass. Almost. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is. I agree. I have no interest in jumping in water with sharks. Yeah, so yeah. so beluga whales. I have been to beluga the, whales. I would totally like frolic with beluga whales. Yes. Frolic? Yes. Can you frolic in water? I would. Would it be called I would that? Do it for beluga whales. Yes. But would, would that be the word? Would frolic in? Can you frolic in water? Or would that just be like? I mean, beluga whales look like they're frolicking to me. Yep, <clears throat> I think so. so I'm going to look that up in a second when y'all are talking about something else. Um, so, all right. So we went to the aquarium. You, well, you and your mom. And I was just kidding. So it was cool seeing your mom, like, enjoy the aquarium. It was. That's been the best thing, too, about weightlifting is getting to travel with her and going a lot of places. So yeah. enjoyed that. So stuff like the aquarium and, like, haunted restaurants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, if you ever in Ohio, you should definitely stop by. Stop by where? The in haunted Ohio. restaurant. In Ohio? Mm-hmm. What's the name of it? The haunted restaurant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it in Columbus, Ohio? Or no, was it, it was in Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights. I had to drive a little ways to get there. Totally oh, okay. worth it. I gotcha. Cool. Um, so Deb Woods drove here on Sunday, Monday, Monday morning. Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what all have y'all done since y'all been here besides train and rest? Mm-hmm. We went to the mall. We went to the big King of Prussia mall. Walked around 400 plus stores. Oh, wow. Is that the? Is that where we were just at? 
Um, King of Prussia, I think, is neighboring, but we were, I think, in Wayne. I think Wegman's Grocery Store and, and the town center is in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So, no. Mm-mm. She went to a much bigger, like, was it an indoor mall? Mm-hmm. I think they have, like, Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Yep. Burberry, anything else? Hmm. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, it was just the car going here. You can have this back. Oh, yeah, it's okay. There's going to be a little bit of stuff. Okay. Yeah, so so Deb went to the bigger, batter mall. Of course. Mm-hmm. She's always course. bigger and batter. Of course. Yeah, that's right. Diving, that with, diving with sharks. Diving with sharks. Not frolicking with... Going to big-ass malls. With balloons. She does. She yeah. goes all out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she really does. She 110% really does. all the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, all right, so that's how you got here. You drove. Y'all mm-hmm. drove here. Y'all are just... How long of a drive is that? 13 hours. Is that from Atlanta or from South Georgia? 13 hours. I think it was there from Atlanta. It's going to be like 14 back because we went like around. Because uh, okay. we didn't have to go through Atlanta. We just kind of uh, did that gotcha. to add on. Okay. Wait, it's 13 hours from Atlanta? Mm-hmm. So, so you're not even, to get here. So you're not even counting. The time from. So really it's like 16, 17 hours or 16 hours. We're going to come back down the coast side and not go through Atlanta. So it's going to be about the same time is what it's showing. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. Not want to be in a car for thirteen hours. No, it's terrible. Yeah, we drove to um, Detroit in two thousand twenty-one. I told myself I'll never do that again. I didn't mind it. I actually thought that was a pretty fun trip. I split that up, didn't you? It was terrible. There was nothing good about it. It was not that terrible. It was. I we did. We split it up on the way up. We stopped in Kentucky at a hotel. Jeremy figured that all that out, and we spent the night. But then driving home was a straight shot home, and it was like 16 hours of driving. And I think we saw, but it was not. I thought, look, you haven't traveled with four children ever. I can tell because it was a very smooth, easy trip. We had mm. two like older kids and their mom and me, the other mom, in another vehicle. It was not bad at all. It was horrible. But anyway, it wasn't bad at all. So, <laughs> so Deb Woods drove with her mom here um stop the aquarium all right so now we're in valley forge pennsylvania and you competed today so deb competed today and we went oh this okay it's almost forgot so i didn't know because she didn't text me but deb woods was sick i just Um, suck it up you still gotta go sick here like not like i could turn around and go home like (laughs) but like running a fever sick that's pretty sick. You didn't tell me. But what day was that? So what day did you start feeling bad? Sunday. Sunday before you left. After Amazing. mobility. Oh, after mobility home. class? I got home about 7.30 and it hit. Oh. It's been sticking around. All right. Living on Alka-Seltzer, cold and flu. Gotcha. So you were sick. Okay. When was the worst day? Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday. Wednesday. So not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thursday was a little bit better. Finally, fever broke. Gotcha. So, so then she competed today. She went, let's see, 51. So we opened it 51 kilos, missed it, but she just pulled the crap out of it. Just pulled, yeah. what? Those are uh, some feedback. Right now, huh? It's like feedback or something. There's feedback in there? That's what it feels like. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know what I'm listening for. Oh, okay. It just sounds different. All right, I'm just going to listen. So, all right, so she competed today. 51 
pulled the crap out of it, missed it behind her, but she caught it. And then we went um, 51 again, hit it. Mm-hmm. And then we just went to 55, and you hit it. So that's you've hit 55 kilos on snatch two times in two weeks because she hit it for the first time on the platform at the Arnold. Was that two? That was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. God, that feels like it was a month ago, huh? Gotcha. Um, how did this 55 feel compared to your first 55 two weeks ago? It felt much better, much smoother. Wasn't as shocked that time mm-hmm. when I hit it. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't like scream like. No. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I wasn't all girly in the bottom of the snatch. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Not girly or or squirrely. It yeah. was good. It was perfect. Um, then I can just tell that you're starting to get tired. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the clean jerks and they were looking good. They looked really good. Sixty. Your opener at sixty one looked really good. And then we had to wait. Then the everybody was in at 61, 62, 63. Games began. Yeah. Everybody was hanging out. And uh, so I think you rested. What was it? Was it seven minutes? Mm-hmm. Seven and a half. Seven and a half minutes. That's <sighs> a long time for that's me. A, that's a pretty long time for dead boys. But, you know, you got tr- you to gotta, you gotta be ready for those moments. You got to be ready to go quick, and you got to be ready to wait. And so I'm not mad about it. Um, second attempt at 64 was good. She, you know, it was a press out. Went up to 65. She was just tired. She was tired. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Um, still going to Masters Pan Ams at the end of May. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so still good. Um, I'd say being sick a couple days before, that's a good performance. That's what, one? Mm-hmm. Can always be better, say? but... We'll yeah, make it. <laughs> it always better. You can. <laughs> Last year she bombed out. Thank you. At nationals, so way better. Hey, there's a bright side. Always a bright side. That's right. <laughs> but that was good. Um, do you want these headphones back, Ian? Okay. I mean, if you're yeah. not hearing anything, no, I don't hear anything. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, my sensitive ear. All right. So I was supposed to coach Deborah Fountain right after that. Right after that, but that didn't happen. Why didn't that happen, Deborah? <laughs> well, at the Arnold, we decided that I would compete as a 76 because I had a shot for like maybe like a bronze medal, maybe a silver medal. Um, and that was like 10 days ago. So um, I had already registered as a 71 for Masters Nationals, but I knew I couldn't lose the weight. So we knew that I was going to weigh in heavy as a 76. We knew that. So we didn't want to change my session because we wanted to keep it at 6 p.m. tonight. I was gonna compete in the 71A session, even though I was competing as a 76. We wanted to have a free day tomorrow to maybe go see the Rocky statue or the Liberty Bell or something like that. Yeah, but that got ruined. Well, (laughs) because when I went to weigh in, Cheryl Cohen actually was weighing me in, and I did not know this, but um, she, she asked me, are you weighing in, are you meaning to weigh in over 71? And I said, yes. And she's like, well, you'll have to compete tomorrow. And I was like, what? Um, because I know that with USA Weightlifting, when I weigh up, I just stay in the session that I was scheduled for. But um, she told me that IWF rules are different. And so I would have to be moved into the 76th session, which was the next day, which is actually tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Um, but I was still required to go to that weigh-in um, this afternoon 
to show them that I was weighing heavy and that I still have to go to my weigh-in tomorrow at 7 a.m. So it was a mandatory two weigh-ins and um, I will be competing tomorrow at 9 a.m. instead of, and obviously I didn't compete today at 6 p.m. And that's a rule that like nobody knew except Cheryl Cohen. <laughs> but now we all know. So there's, there's some good information for Masters weightlifters. If you're, if you're competing at a Masters event, it's sanctioned by IWF, International Weightlifting Federation, and they have different rules. You also cannot weigh in in your singlet either. It has to be bra and panties. Can't be naked anymore. So be ready for that. Make sure you wear your panties, ladies. <laughs> wear your <laughs> panties to weigh in, because otherwise, yeah, well, you have to. You have to go back to your room and get them. Cause I thought can't. it was just top and bottom. It is, and Andy, it can be whatever you want. Andy Coggins said, the rules say it has to be a top cover and a bottom cover. And he said, it, the rules don't specify what you have to cover. So you could put a Band-Aid on your forehead and a Band-Aid on your toe. And that, <laughs> that covers that's, it. That's a very Andy thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I'm, so I'm competing tomorrow um, morning at 9 a.m. But Andy told me this afternoon or this evening, he said, Deborah, I will reimburse you your registration if you weigh in as an 81. And I'm not kidding, guys. I just came from the check scale and I'm weighing currently as an 81. <laughs> <laughs> what did you What did you weigh? You I was 76.95. Uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> just yeah, a little while right. ago. You'll be but right. if I wanted to do it, I could do it and then I'd get my money back. But I would probably be in a session either Sunday did morning. Did y'all shake on it? Y'all didn't shake on it. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't shake on it. But Mandy, but Andy, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a man of his word. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm that not gonna be, do it. That would be pretty yeah. funny. I'm not gonna do. It. I'll, I'll be, I'll be down tomorrow. But if I'm not, I will just tell Cheryl. Well, I gotta move to another <laughs> session. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That is pretty funny. Um. Yep. So. Now you're competing tomorrow at nine o'clock. Yeah. I was just kidding. That's not a big deal. That's that's fun. Um, I'll be done by eleven or sooner, and we'll go see the Liberty Bell and the Rocky Statue. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're both free. Yeah. Well, let's let's lift weights first. Um, we're actually gonna try something different tomorrow. Like what? And we're gonna let Andy coach Deborah Fallon. I'm ready. I'm excited to see. We're doing it. I'm, I'm doing. I'm. I'm not I mean, kidding. He sort of he'd sort of coached me at Pan Am's. I'm not kidding. It's fine. He's a great coach. I think it's going to be fun. I'm just going to like sit back, load the weight, take some videos. I did great in training hall with Andy. Yeah. It was good. I'm ready. Uh, change the variable, change the outcome. Yeah, I'm always up Boom. to try new things. Where's the live by? That's what Andy said. Where's <laughs> the live by? Yeah. <laughs> Can I talk about my trip here? Yes. That's, yeah. I, I did mean for everybody to talk about their trip here. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it was my first time flying on an airplane by myself, and I was really excited about it, kind of nervous about it. Um, I saw earlier that I was going to be sitting in between two people that I did not know, and I just decided ahead of time because I have been told that I talk too much a lot. And so I was going to be like, Deborah, just don't talk too much to the people sitting beside you. Just kind of, you know, just go easy. Don't talk their heads off for an hour and 45 minutes. So I didn't really say much. I said hello. But I pretty much kept to myself. And I just sort of like sat there. But at the very, after the plane landed in Philadelphia, I, I caught the plane in Jacksonville. And when it landed in Philadelphia, something just it landed. And I, the lady that was to my left, she was in the window seat. I turned to her and I was like I said are you from Jacksonville um and she said no I was visiting my sister I live here and um right here near Philadelphia and so and she was and she said 
what are you here for? And I said, a weightlifting competition. And um, she's like, oh, well, I hope you do a good job. And it was really sweet. It was a sweet little interaction and really quick. Um, and then we got off the plane and I stopped to look at my phone to catch up on my text messages. And she came up behind me and said, do you need a ride? Where are you going? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, I was like, my coach's coach is coming to pick me up. We rented a vehicle. And, and she was like, she was like, rush hour traffic's about to start. And um, where are you going? Just tell me where you're going. And I said, the Valley Forge Casino. And she said, that is so close to my house. She said, let me take you, let me drive you there. And um, she said, it'll be very easy. It won't be hard for me to do that at all because it's very close to my house. And I was like, that makes sense because Andy had, I had just read a text from Andy saying that it was going to be like a two or two and a half hour wait. And plus with the, with the traffic on top of it, I was like, this might be a really good opportunity. And um, she was super sweet, super nice. And so um, she, I, I texted the group and I said, y'all, I'm about to catch a ride with a stranger. And everybody was like, no, hell no, don't do it. <laughs> they were like, that's how Lifetime movies like happen or whatever. It wasn't no y'all, that was Ian's response. Ian and Molly <laughs> both. And, and Andy was like, that's on you. <laughs> He was like, if you do it, that's on you. Yeah, for real. But um, but then but then I said, I'm going to do it. And he wrote back, well, send me your location. And I had no clue how to do that. So this lady who had by this time introduced herself as Kathleen showed me on my phone how to share my location. And she's like, send them my full name so that they know, like, <laughs> they'll, they'll feel better. And um, so she helped me share my location. And she was like, we're going to. We're going to catch a shuttle to the remote Really, all you line. had to do was take a picture of her and send it to us, because I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, when you told me stranger, I mean, I thought it was just... Yeah, I thought it was like some you know, dude, like... at the airport by herself, hey, so yeah. obviously... You hey, know, girl, you need a ride? I mean, guys are going to talk to her. You need a ride, girl? Yeah, I thought it was some, like, creepy guy or something well, like that. You want to come? I'll take you in my van. Let's go. <laughs> you know, like, well, that's what I'm imagining. Take her to the shipyard. Right. What's funny is that, like, when she offered me a ride... I immediately remembered, Deborah, you posted earlier today on social media telling the world or whoever follows me that it is the first time I've ever traveled by myself and I'm going to look really stupid when <laughs> when like people hear I've taken a ride from a stranger. But um but I just felt in my heart like it was it was like a good it was a 30 minute drive from the airport to the casino and I actually had already kind of had a little bit of anxiety over figuring out how am I going to get from the airport to the casino because, um, you know, we've always just Uber, but that's going to be a very expensive Uber. And I was really glad that Andy suggested that we rent a vehicle and we share the cost and that was awesome. And Andy was going to pick me up and that really eased my feeling. But then this, you know, this lady who I really had barely spoken to was offering me a ride. And so I just, I just felt like it was a good idea. So we got in the shuttle, rode to the remote parking lot, we got in her car, and we drove for 30 minutes. And she made the comment, this is not a problem at all. Like, I was going to go to the grocery store because I've been gone, and I need to run to the grocery store. It's right by the casino. And I said, oh, that's awesome because I need to go to the grocery store. Is it within walking distance? And she's like, she's like, if you need to go to the grocery store, I'll take you. <laughs> so she's like, let's go to the grocery store first, and then I'll drop you off at the casino. So she took me to the grocery store. And she was so helpful, so sweet, helped me load up like the cases of water. Cause I, she said, text your friends and see if they need anything. <laughs> and so I sent on the group text, I was like, do y'all need anything from the grocery store? And Molly sent like a small list and like Andy said, like a case of water. And so I got it all and she was so sweet. And um, 
she asked me we had a really good conversation on the on the drive over we went to the grocery store she dropped me off and she said i might come and watch you lift at six o'clock on friday and i honestly did not expect her to come <laughs> but she showed up at six o'clock tonight to watch me lift and it had been rescheduled <laughs> oh. to 9 a.m tomorrow but she texted me just a, a little while ago and she told me that she's coming tomorrow at she night. is coming yeah very nice. so she's like the sweetest and kindest person i think i've ever met and her name's Kathleen, so you have to post that picture of her. So I will. Yeah. See. Matt took our picture tonight when she showed up to watch me lift, yeah. and um, I was so surprised to see her, and she's so super sweet, and I and I can't even believe I I felt like she was an angel. <laughs> so it was crazy, crazy cool. how all that happened. Very cool. Uh, yeah, she was a very nice lady, um, and that's a really cool story. We're gonna take a break real quick, and then we're gonna come. Get right, okay. Dolphins are a lot of people. Okay. Hater. So, I looked up. Can you frolic in water? Because, and the reason I asked that was, when you hear the word frolic, I think flowers. Meadow. Meadows. Perfect word. Okay. And so when I type in, can you frolic in water? Literally, like four or five videos pop up of bottlenose. Bonus dolphins frolicking in water. Exactly. So I would say, yes, you can definitely frolic in water. Yes, you can. And because the definition, you know. Just like the belugas. Just like the belugas, yeah. Let me see. What is a frolic definition as a verb? To amuse, <laughs> to amuse oneself. That's right. Make merry. Exactly. To play and run about. Yeah. Happily. A.K.A. beluga webs. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, happy, also, they're happy, they're chunky, and all they do is play. I mean, that's, that's, that's what everybody wants to be in life, right? You want to hear it as a yeah. noun, though? Frolic as a noun is a playful or mischievous action. Ah. Uh, <gasps> sneaky belugas. Sneaky belugas. <laughs> sneaky belugas. <sighs> so anyway, Ian's here. Yeah, I'm here. Ian's here. He yep. competes on Sunday. He's a big boy. And 109 then, plus. Hey, hey. For all you CrossFitters out there that's that right. know pounds, that's about 240 pounds. Yeah, I'm a little bit more than that. Right well, now, you're a bus. Yeah. That's what that means. Exactly. Oh, man. I finally get to go on a trip plus just means with a grown man. More to love. <laughs> that's right. Jeffrey didn't like that when I made that comment earlier, but I was like, I finally get to go on a trip where I'm not just walking around with youth and women. And I, I didn't, didn't mean that in any kind of like derogatory way. I didn't take offense just, to that statement. I think Ian did. It's just, <laughs> no, no, no. I knew where he was coming from. It's well, just like my, you know, it was just nice to walk, you know, walk through a crowd of weightlifters right. and I have like a, you got a big man. 109 plus big man. man of meat right here. Everybody looking like, I bet no, that guy I can totally, clean and jerk 170. Plus. I totally understood. Finally brought the meat wagon. That's you. right. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. So how was your trip here? Ian? My trip was my trip was good. You know, worst part was the drive to Atlanta. Yeah, from God, it is. Um, so I got really lucky on the plane though, because the person who was in the seat in the middle did not show up. Oh, that is the best. So, that really I, is so the best. I was in the aisle. There was a nice lady sitting by the window, oh, and yeah. nobody in between. Us. Heck yeah, it's awesome. Nice. Yeah, which means I'll probably have a guy my size sitting next, right next to me on the way home. And you'll be in the middle. Be, yeah, yeah, is what that means. But no, it was good. Flight, the um, landing was a little rough. 
think, yeah. we have, I think we have a little rookie pilot action going on. But, you know, I mean, you got to learn. They, they got to learn somehow. It, yeah. it was a little rough. rough got to give them the reins exactly. sometimes. Hey, yeah. You know, it happens. Those rookie pilots. That's right. Got to learn somehow. So, yeah. hey, Matt Adam. Just hope, you know, hope he gets better at it. They were letting somebody learn how to do the computer today on the cards during Deadwood session. And you could tell it was one of those, like, he's got to learn. Let the boy learn. It was one of those where it's like, good God. Did y'all see that where it changed like from 58, 59, 60, then back down to 58? You were the only one looking at it at that point, though. Nah, there was other coaches kind of cussing about it. One guy walked up and was like, uh, um, some guy came out there to kind of mediate or whatever. And uh, he's like, that girl shouldn't have got a two-minute clock. And he goes, yeah, you're right. You're right. He was like trying to like help the situation. He had like the coat and jacket on. I can't remember exactly who it was. And he goes, uh, so she wasn't supposed to get the two minute clock. And he goes, yeah, no, she wasn't. He goes, okay, I'm sorry about that. Um, you know, is, is is this gonna like mess with any like metal contention or anything like that? And the guy goes, doesn't matter. And the guy goes, you're right, it doesn't matter. And I was like, he's handling this very well, very well. Cause I'd be like, get the get out of here. <laughs> All right? Get out of my face. Don't talk to me like that with a St. Patrick's Day hat on. You are not serious. You know what I mean? So anyway, that happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so rookie pilot. Mm-hmm. Made it. We made it, though. Made it. It was a pretty late flight. flight didn't leave till now. God, it was late. I literally I slept for like... I worked all day. I worked all day. And then just drove up. We had to pick to you We had to pick you up at 11 yeah, at the airport. Yeah, pick me up at 11 o'clock. I slept from like 8 o'clock to like 10.30. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's good. I appreciate y'all picking me up. I, know that was, I mean, yeah. you're, you're welcome. Too bad you couldn't hitch a ride. <laughs> yeah, right. You're too bad you didn't have a cool story. No. I, well, I, I think if I ask somebody for a ride, I think I kind of creep people out. <laughs> oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say I probably could get one. Hey, man, can I no. get a ride? I was yeah. like, yeah, you probably could. No. I mean, I think they might, but it'd be out of fear, not out of like, <laughs> not out of, like being nice. Like, yeah, man, yeah. sure, I guess. I mean, even though I think I'm a nice guy, it's just, you know. I feel like I'm, nice a, I'm a little bit more intimidating you than are Deborah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're Slightly. Not, you're Slightly. not intimidating to me at all. Slightly. If you know because you know me. Yeah. He's not intimidating at all. But when you look at him, it's like, oh my you know God. He's intimidating. People on the plane and in the Philadelphia airport at 11 o'clock at night didn't like, know. All they saw like was a Philly, giant yeah. man in a hoodie wearing yeah. shorts. People in Philly ain't scared of no giant man in a hoodie, though. I don't know, man. Philly's hard, bro. I was getting some looks, man. You know who's intimidating? Who's that? Deb Woods in a singlet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. True. Very true. Is the shoulder vein? Is the shoulder? It is a shoulder, bro. Because you're jacked. I'm gonna tell y'all if y'all don't jacked know Deb shoulder. Woods. That was an awesome singlet today too, by the way. Got a lot Thank of compliments yeah. on it. Very nice. Very nice singlet. Coral. Mm-hmm. Was it coral? You said it was coral. Coral, coral stripes. Coral. Yeah. Coral stripes. A little fun emo going. No, it's good. Um, yeah. So keep Deb. Lifting. <laughs> Just keep lifting. Just keep lifting. Oh, oh that's right. good. Hey. Yeah. You need to put that on the shirt. Just keep That's lifting. a barbell club in Virginia, actually. Just, Just keep, keep lifting. lifting. Oh, let's name some of the good barbell clubs we heard so far. Swamp Cabbage. <laughs> Shout out, Christina. <laughs> that was that's probably the best one. Swamp Cabbage. Swamp barbell. Cabbage barbell is pretty. Jerks oh, that wolves. jerk. Yeah, Iron Iron Wolf weightlifting was a pretty good one. Yeah. There's um, also Dark Wolf, but I don't. I, I didn't see that. That was Dark Horse. Maybe, but there there's a Dark Wolf. What's the one with the with the dojo? People's Republic of the yeah. Dojo. People's Republic of the yeah, Dojo. That's a good one. <laughs> that is good. That's a good one too. Oh man! See, if I could go back now, I'm like, should I have named it something different? Nah, man. South Georgia Barbell. That's perfect. 
I mean, I think it's perfect for where we are. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know we're in South Georgia, but right. I but, uh, but I mean, I think it's what if you did like a Star like, Wars? We reference. are like the only barbell club in South Georgia. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Well, Wintersville, but Wintersville, we, that right. was before though. Right. We were the only. Right. But, yeah. I mean, it's us in Wintersville, and yeah. then over. I mean, up to like in Southwest Georgia, right? I get. And yeah, then, I can't think of anybody. And else. you got Savannah, but other than that, yeah. I mean, I yeah. felt like you should. I felt like he should utilize his last name. I thought it should be like Cannon Barbell because Cannon's a pretty cool last name. It's pretty solid. And then we got like a can with a pirate I feel, I feel next like to it. We kind of tossed that around a little bit. We did. I feel like we kind of tossed that around. I just don't. Want, I, I don't like it. stuff with my name on it. That way, when I'm ready to leave, because I'm a very uncommitted person, I can yeah. just I can just roll out. I was like, if you put your name on it, that's going to be. You'll be more committed. <laughs> Dead boys is like, what's happening? You're not an uncommitted person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, let's go back to Dead Woods. All right, so um, cro- you got a CrossFit competition coming up next, right? Yes. Okay. <sighs> yeah, bro. Did you know this? Dead Woods is a Dead Woods is a freaking CrossFitter, bro. I tell you what, if you ever want to feel bad about yourself, <laughs> I always want to feel bad about myself. Just hang out. Just hang out with Dead Woods for a little while. <laughs> All right. She uses. We use like uh, sometimes I'll do less weight than her on the wads. At the gym, yeah, like legit, and mm-hmm. not but like, so like if the women's weight is thirty five on a dumbbell or something, I'll use thirty five and still like compete with her mm-hmm. and not feel like I'm scaling. Yeah, that's how good she is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I beat her with a thirty five and she's thirty five, I'm like, ooh, take that, dude. <laughs> you know, we're not even gonna bring weight into yeah. it. Where's this? Where's the competition at? This one's at, that one's at Wintersville. Okay. I'm doing one in April, and then we have... Oh, the Festivus? Mm-hmm. April 22nd. Okay. And then we have... We're going to do Pan Ams in May. Mm-hmm. And then in June, I'll be doing the Atlantic Coast Classic down in Daytona. Is that... That's CrossFit, too? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, man. Shout is out. Is it part of WADS, or is it... All individual. All individual. Okay. <laughs> Well, I know because you've done. They have you've, team you've done a, had you done a team? Didn't you do team one a couple months ago or like a while ago? I've done the teams. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, but she's tired of losing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know who your partners are, but I'm just kidding. I do know you partnered with Martin one time. Mm-hmm. Shout out, we Martin. What's his last name? Carrera. Carrera. We did good. We were supposed to go to Texas. That was they canceled it because of COVID restrictions. We had made the. Um, for the Masters Garage games we were supposed to go out. How stupid is COVID? Yeah. Should we really get into that? We should. It's dumb. It I feel it like it's kind of gone by the way. Oh, no, it, it is. Yeah. It's gone. But there was about a year and a half where we were getting pretty ridiculous with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we got those two CrossFit competitions coming up. CrossFitter at heart. CrossFitter at heart. I love weightlifting too, though. It's, it's <sighs> growing on me. Yeah. Oh, it is? It it's is. growing on you? It's growing. You know, if I... I will occasionally hop in and do something CrossFitty. I see you every now and then. Sometimes. I just I have zero desire to do CrossFit anymore. Oh, that's how I started weightlifting. Was I came to fix my bad CrossFit form? That's how, <laughs> like we, all, that's how we all started, Deb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I put my time in with CrossFit. Oh yeah, for you sure. know, I'm not one of these people that just have never done it and hate on it. But right, right, right. I put my time in with it. I just have oh, zero yeah. desire. I've seen, you, I've seen you go blitz. You've beat me in a, in a uh, local competition before. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I do. I I do. It's, one, it's one of my shining moments, actually. That's, that's the competition I broke my toe. Yeah. 
The only reason I beat you though is because of the cleaning. There was the a clean. clean. There was, was a clean. clean. Yeah. There was a max. Uh, yeah. uh, hand clean. Yeah. It was max hand clean. Bull crap. Yeah. That was the only reason I beat you. Such bull right. crap. Golly. That was a fun competition though. Um, what about you, Deborah Fountain? What, what's your thoughts on doing CrossFit? Well, I think CrossFit is great, and I did it for a season in my life. After having four kids and I wanted to lose weight, I started doing a, a class that Matt started at the YMCA that was like CrossFit. We called it Y-Fit, and I was like... Couldn't call it that. We couldn't call it CrossFit. Are we allowed to say CrossFit, or do we have to pay? You can say CrossFit all you want to. Do we have to pay each time we like say it? Or it's a thousand dollars every time. I think that... It's an expensive podcast. I'm pretty sure the YMCA didn't the, want to become... The way CrossFit's going right now, they'd lose track of the invoice anyway. I think, oh. <laughs> I think that um, the YMCA in Moultrie did not want to become CrossFit affiliated. It was like $3,000 a year or something. But Matt did... Um, Matt started a class called Y-Fit, which mimicked CrossFit... And I remember going into that class just wanting to lose weight after having my fourth baby. And I had some friends that were encouraging me to try it. And um, I knew nothing about the barbell. And it literally took me like weeks before I could remember the difference between a clean and a snatch. We didn't do snatches. We, didn't do, we snatches. didn't do snatches at first. It took me like forever though to remember like the difference between like, I guess like a push press and I don't know, whatever all we did with the barbell. Was I was the, like, the what's classic, that again? You're like the classic, like if it said power clean. Oh. Like, hey, is this from the ground? No, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if we called it a power. I mean, I just feel like it was so, like, basic. But um, I had never touched the barbell in my life. And later I found out that, like, something called, like, a women's barbell or a female bar, like a one, a lighter one, instead of a 45-pound, it would be, like, a 35-pound. And I was like, what? It's even smaller in diameter. Like, year, like, a year later, I realized that there's different barbells. I think we had six, well, I call them 20-kilo bars now, but we had, like, six 45-pound bars, and we all used it. And it was a huge class, and we just – Matt just figured out how to make what he had. He worked with what he had, and it, you know, he, we just made use of it the best we could. And I think most of the time I was doing, like, what – he set up different barbells with different weights. And, like, a lot of times I was with the men <laughs> in the class, like, yeah. doing the whatever deadlift they were doing. I would just do it with them. I'd be on that bar. Yeah, we had uh, these wall balls that were like just like basketballs mm-hmm. and they were hard nice like 25 pounds yeah, 20 pounds like, but they were hard yeah. like make if, you bleed if, if this came face. if this thing came back and hit you in the face you were right. out break your nose you were out for a yeah. week yeah. You, you better have your thumbs together to catch it oh yeah, yeah. we had oh, a few kettlebells that was a fun time because I learned a lot during that season and then Matt got a job at a real CrossFit gym and then went to that and then as I got I was 34 I think when I started and so I was kind of late to the game into working out because I never did like sports or anything athletic, but I just wanted to lose weight. But I was losing weight and I got in shape and then just it just progressed and progressed. But anyways, yeah. it was fun. How did you get into CrossFit, Deb Woods? I know that's a good story. <laughs> you like that segue, didn't you? <laughs> a friend of mine talked me into it. She said, come do it. You'll enjoy it. It's like a family. And I'm like, no place is like a family. Um, Because I was in the process of losing weight myself. I had been 304 pounds, and by that time I was down to 240, I guess. And I started working out with her. Um, Lost more. Enjoyed it. About tossed my cookies on the first workout after five burpees. It was terrible. Tossed your cookies? Uh Uh-huh. What does that mean? (laughs) Oh, throw (laughs) up. You never heard that phrase? I have never heard toss my cookies before. I mean, I thought it was sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. 
no, I didn't do it there. Um, I went and I was pumping gas and I got I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do this again. But I went back the next day and have been back pretty much ever since. I think I was 32 when she talked me into it. 32? So you were my age. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Ow, ow, Make me feel old. I'm just saying you've been <laughs> in it. I mean... I'm like so like my memories pop up on Facebook. You know how your memories pop up on Facebook? Mm-hmm. We're getting close to like Wi Fit popping up like ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah, Very like close. I was thirty four when I met Matt and he's like thirty two now. Are you thirty two? So you're almost yeah. the age I was when I met you. And just for the record, I am older than Deb. <laughs> but we have a lot of similarities. We're in the same we have the same name. And we have. They're not in the same weight class right now. We're not for sure. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. But it's I don't I don't care. No. I mean, like, no, no. You're taller. I, I You're definitely taller. Am I taller? Am yes. I okay? Everyone definitely. will say like I'm tall, and then I don't feel like I'm tall. But then I'm like I'll see myself in a picture standing beside like Haley, and I'm like I'm a monster. Yeah, I'm huge. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So um. Same age, but like I think I'm like six months older, right? Is it like some April and I'm um, November, so hmm. yeah. It was a good year. She was born in eighty one. I was born in eighty. It was a good year. Yeah. What year were you born? Nineteen eighty six. Eighty six. Pick up sticks. That's cool. Yeah. I was born in nineteen ninety. So nice. young. Yeah. Baby. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You baby. <laughs> oh yeah, I was in the uh, elevator. Today, were you, were you with me? No, 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 you weren't with me. This was yesterday, last night, and I had my USA weightlifting hoodie on and my, you know, they, they, the people in the elevator, uh, they were here for the masters weightlifting, mm-hmm. and they could tell. I guess I was here for that too. And like the lady looks at me and she goes, they kind of like sucked her lips, like, "Are you competing?" And I was like, "Oh no, 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 ma'am, like I'm not competing." And he goes, he goes, "Oh, you're not old enough, are you?" And I was like. <laughs> No, but like I'm like 33. I mean, that's not that far off. Not that far off. It's like I look down on me. Like, oh, you're just coaching, yeah. huh, loser? Yeah, freaking yeah. loser, coaching. Coaches got to be masters too. Yeah, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, there's some strong people here. Listen, Very. I watched the uh, what session was it this morning? The uh, 50 year old, 50, 55. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what weight class, maybe like uh, 96 or something. It was 102s. Was it 102? I think they were, think they were 102. Bro, they were open at like 95, 100 kilos. Yeah. Ended up snatching like 105. That's, that is really impressive, impressive for a 50-year-old. Very impressive. Man. Uh, something I would like to say about these Masters um, meets, I have done about People eight. are bougie. Oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. <laughs> I've done about eight national meets, and I have never been in medal contention at a Masters uh, meet not one not even close I think I'm like usually like 8th or ninth or something 7th 8th ninth place so they, I mean it's like you know it's impressive it's definitely impressive yeah. they're competitive yeah no doubt about but, it but, oh, yeah. but you know what I love the vibes It, it's definitely different than a USA weightlifting event like you know the AO series definitely different but but there are so many friendly people so many friendly people yeah, everyone's super nice Everyone just is cheering for everybody. I mean, it's like that to USA Weightlifting, but it feels like a smaller, more intimate scale, I think. So, it's nice. But they're bougie. What do you mean? Some of them are just so bougie, man. What do you mean? Like today. On a platform alone. Yeah, like today. Like, we had three people on a platform. Mm -hmm. 
that's pretty normal at a mm-hmm. at a USA weightlifting event. And like you could just t- I could tell before it even happened before they left before the two left yeah. that they were getting uncomfortable. They were looking. Like like looking for a platform. And uh, when like one person left and then the other person left, and I looked at was it you that I looked at? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like I was like I wasn't moving like I was we were fine like I don't care I'll I'll live for five people. And the guy I guess saw me talking to you so he come he came to me. It was like, he's like, yeah, we just, uh, th- three people is just too many. Three people is just too many. It's too many. I'm like, bro, like, where do you work out at? Like, right. you never share a platform? Like, hmm. we did, like, some people just never, like, I don't know, like, I grew up lifting in, like, a warehouse about the size of this hotel room with, like, 45 people in it. Good. In, like, high school. I mean, it, you know, oh, I mean, yeah, in, like, yeah, high yeah, school yeah. was a steel building. Not that much bigger. Probably, like, about, honestly, about the size of the building that we were in. Yeah. Before we went into the into the dojo. But oh, you throw okay. like 45, 50 Hot, teenagers sweaty, in there. Testosterone, like, you know, yeah. raging you're boys. Clean, you know, you're cleaning and there's old people all spice. around you. Like, yeah, Axe and Old Spice Axe spray. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's right. God. B.O. and Axe, baby. B.O. and Axe. That, <laughs> is, right. that is high school for me. It is. Like when I smell B.O. and Axe, I go back. Right. God, I go back. But the point is like, I mean, that's just, you know, like the whole, I mean, I I get it. Like everybody's got the preference. Like the whole like walking in front of you thing. Like that pisses, yeah. that, honestly, that that ticks me off a lot. I mean, I, I try to be, I try to respect right. that. And I try not to do it. Right. But it's like, come on, like grow up a little bit. It's gonna happen. Like if somebody it's walking in front happen. of you messes you up, you don't need to be doing the freaking weight in the first place. Right. That's what I, I agree with that. That's what I, I would say. About. Don't. So I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah. I would right. say don't do it. Like be respectful. Yeah. But if it happens, if it happens and you're the lifter, don't make a big and deal you miss it. it don't make a big deal. About yeah, it. that's on you. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's on you. Now, so they jump in front of you like, ha, ha, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's different. That's different. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take another break. Right. I'll come back. <laughs> so yeah, we're back. I was gonna ask Deb Wood something and I completely forgot what it was. Oh man, it was so good, but I forgot. We were just talking about barbells. People walk. We were talking about people walking in front of you when you when you're lifting, and I said, obviously it's, it is etiquette. Like don't walk in front of somebody when they're right. lifting, but it's gonna happen. Exactly. And if it happens to you while you're lifting and somebody walks in front of you, like, and you miss it, like, don't be a bitch, like. You missed it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, if you step out on the platform, I mean, if, so, if somebody's got to go pee, they're not going to wait for you to stop. They're going to get up and they're going to go pee. TT. Excuse me. TT. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's people moving all over the place. Yeah. When you step out on the platform. I will yeah. say it is a little bit awkward if someone, like, walks in front of you while you're, like, mid-lift, especially if you happen to make, like, eye contact. And it's almost, like, so awkward that I feel like I have to apologize if I'm lifting. <laughs> what? Somebody, it's just weird. Yeah. The best I almost is, feel like yeah. it's my fault. Like, no, the best. Don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Oh, gosh. It <laughs> the best is when you have somebody new at the gym. Oh, yeah. That happened recently. And they just, like, it's not their fault. They just don't know how it goes. Yeah, they, yeah, they haven't yeah. been around it at all. And you're lifting, and they're just standing right in front of you. Yeah. Just looking at you. Yeah. But, like, for encouragement, they're like, yeah. Yeah, come on, girl. Or, come on, boy. 
You know, like, yeah, oh, he's got it. But he's like standing right in front of you, and they have no looking idea. right at you. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you get about two lifts in, like you like you let it slide for about two lifts, and then finally you're like, hey, man, like, just scoot, just scoot over just a little bit. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. Just slide over just a little bit, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that happened to me recent, recently with Justin Searcy. Yeah, few, I was thinking about ago, Justin. Yeah. Or a few months ago. That's, we, a, that's a big old son of a gun. That's some, yeah, <laughs> now that's the guy. you like, you going, he's going, yeah, you don't want to say nothing to Justin. Yeah, he's big, he's big He's kind of like you, though. He's a teddy bear. He's a big guy. Unless you're, like, doing drugs or something, like, he's not going to tackle you. Because he works for the drug task yeah, force. Yeah, he's for the drug task force. So, <laughs> Break, breaking down doors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, like, he'll call me sometimes and, like, mess with me. Like, he'll call me. And then be like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Huh? I'm like, oh, God, what have I done? Have I done something? Was I in a drug deal? Did I not know it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know? I don't know, man. I just get paranoid. I don't know. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, I mean, for the record, he's a U.S. Marshal. Did you just say that? He's a U.S. Mar- he, like, has that. So he's like, he why- hunts fugitives. And- he's like Wyatt Earp. Yeah, but like a more updated version. It has like a bulletproof vest and a taser. He's a lawman. He's a lawman. He's a lawman. (laughs) Bro, that's a great movie. Tombstone, like... Tombstone's good. Like the newer... I say newer, but it's like... When was the the one I was talking about? When was it made? Tombstone? Yeah, with like Val Kilmer. There's only one Tombstone, isn't there? No, there was one before that. It was older, though, wasn't it? Was there? I don't know. I could be lying. Whatever. Anyway, Tombstone, Tombstone was made in, like, the 90s. Yes. There's Tombstone a wider, wider Kevin Costner. Yeah. That, that's what you're thinking of. That's newer. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking, yeah. Tombstone, Val Kilmer. That's like that's one of my favorite movies, man. It's a good one. It's a good one. Bro, it's tattoo-worthy. Like, I might get a tattoo. What's the famous line from that movie? I'll be your huckleberry. Yeah. But do you know? Bearer. I told Matt. Yeah, because I'd heard it so many times from him. Huckleberry is a coffin bearer. I thought it was huckleberry forever, and then I read something about it, and I thought Mm. that was very interesting. Man, that, I mean, that movie. Like, I could, you know, I used to watch, like, some different things to hype me up before I did sports. Like, ooh, I remember what I was going to ask you, or or ask everybody. Well, I'm going to come back to it, though. Um, Do you write it down? No, no, I got it. Uh, but I used to use, I used to um, like listen to things to hype me up. But I, th- I think next time I have a weightlifting competition, like a really serious one, where like maybe I'm trying to qualify for something, I'm, I'm gonna listen to some Tombstone quotes. I have that yeah. patch on my vest. Oh, you do say have when. that patch on your vest. The mustache and say when. Yeah. Say oh. when. That's cool. See, say badass. When. Badass. It literally is like that scene is zoomed in on his, on his face, and all you can see is his mustache. And he's like, "Say when?" Oh, that's good, man. That's, that's good. the be- That might be the best scene of the movie because he thinks that uh, Johnny Ringo thinks it's uh, yeah. Wyatt Earp. Yeah, he might. Like Johnny Ringo. He don't know. He look like somebody just walked over your grave. Oh, that's a good one, baby. <laughs> man, that's a good movie. It is. It's like when you're going back there and. You're about to, you know, you're a 109 plus and you're mm-hmm. about to, you're about to compete. But then Ian walks in. That sounds about. Ian walks in the back room and you're like, oh, shit. 
and they watch me snatch her like that. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. This guy doesn't even hook grip. We're good. We're good. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. That's how I feel about my jerk. Right. His, bar, his bar's bigger than his butt. Don't worry. Guys. Yeah, they see that like, the yeah. crowd sees Deborah power clean that. Oh, yeah. and they go, oh. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mine's the opposite. They see me clean, and it's like, oh god. Okay, okay. He's all right. Yeah, he's alive. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So what I was gonna ask was, if Deb was, did you ever play any sports growing up? I played softball, shortstop, and shortstop. Hmm? That's the. That's that is the the fucking. I mean, sorry, <laughs> the position. It is. Because they're all coming at you. Mm-hmm. All those righties coming right at you. Did you pitch too? I did. We had our pitcher go out, and I could also pitch, so I got stuck doing that. Could you put mm. like a little curve on, a little action on it? Mm, a little stank. I call it a little stank. <laughs> put a little left hand stank on that thing? When need be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the softball girls, they're built different. Yeah, I did. The reason I asked that, like, like pitching and softball? Is like incredible for me to watch. Yeah, it really is. Like it is so impressive. The way that like one just then the action of it is actually more natural than a baseball pitch. If you really think about it. like the body movement, it's more natural. But just how Please they get can, into that biomechanically. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, we don't have enough time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know. No. I don't, it's just it's just always amazed me just how just the way that they release it and how they can put the curve or change up or. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's always been so impressive. And they're hype. Yeah. They are just hype. hype. You know how, like, you watch a baseball game, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, even if, like, a guy just strikes somebody out, yeah, they just kind of turn around, they're like, they lick their hammer and click, mm-hmm. and it's all good. Like, But, like, softball games, they're they, freaking yeah, they're hype, dude. They're like, oh, yeah. They got hyped up. Like, running over there. Cheering, like, in, cheering yeah. in the dugouts. Yeah. Cheering in the dugouts. Yeah. I played, uh, I played some church softball, slow pitch. With the uh, steroided up guys, thought they were some. Played a little short field. That was the uh, the guy in between the the uh, left field and center field, yeah. short field. Short yeah. Field. So everybody didn't have to run. Sometimes, far. sometimes I got to play short field. Actually, I take that back. Oh wait, no, 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 no. That was at practice. Sometimes, no, no. no. Jason Pittman played short field. I would play second base, and uh, like maybe center field. And then when people started to steal, when they would let in church softball, they would let you steal bases. Number one, me and Jason were really good at that, I by bet. the way. We could steal the hell out of a base. They hated us. Okay. But you know how normally, like in church softball, you put your worst player at catcher? Right. Well, the year they could steal, they started so that. They switched it up. You had to put somebody good at catcher because you could steal right. home plate if you put the. Right. The worst one there. I mean, you know, the. Right. You know, look, I mean, it is the donk. You put the donk. Put the donk, yeah, yeah, the catcher. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I mean, you start running towards him. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> so I did play a little bit of catcher. Okay. When you could steal, because I will, I will level. I'll take a hit. Oh yeah, got to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take a hit. Got to. Our team um, had the weakest name ever. We were the kittens. The kittens. <laughs> yes. The what? That's the weakest name. The kittens. Where was this at? In Nashville. Nashville, oh, Georgia? Yeah. Georgia. Oh, Nashville, the Georgia. Nashville kitten. Mm-hmm. Man, bro, that's all they gave y'all. Mm-hmm. God, well, y'all kidding? Been like the 
bearing kind of bear cats. Or the cats. Or yeah, just yeah, the I mean, cats would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nashville cats. Kittens are just kittens. like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so softbox, is there anything else? Did you play anything else? Mm-hmm. Have you played anything like getting older? Like, have you played anything or done anything competitively besides CrossFit no, and weightlifting? Cross- weightlifting. That's cool. I rode rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's that counts. Right, right. That? I'm leaving. I'm going home. I'm going home. <laughs> I rode a couple I'm bulls. Yeah, you know. Nothing? Yeah. Nothing to it. Just roped a few steers. Team roping and <laughs> barrel know. racing. Steers? Yeah. Barrel racing. And team roping. That counts. And team All roping. that counts and as sports. If golf counts as a sport, that counts as a sport. Okay. Then yes, I did that. Yeah, <laughs> she. She gets more and more badass every day. <laughs> she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah she does. Just a little, little roping, a little barrel yeah. racing. <laughs> Nothing major. Just, yeah, just on the weekends. Yeah. On the side. Just to pass the time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Always found yeah. a new hobby. Yeah. I started following this bull riding guy on Instagram and it's pretty intense to watch. He's like one of the best. I can't think of his name. But uh it is pretty intense to watch cuz they like That's hardcore. They hang on there for like 6 7 seconds maybe, 8. And I mean it gets it's intense, hardcore. bro. It's hardcore stuff. Yeah. And I don't know how rodeos or bull riding works, like how you draw a bull, but I guess they rate the bulls. Like they're rated, yeah, or something, right? I think they it's like they just draw, right? It's like, right. oh yeah, you yeah. pulled the bad one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you pulled you pulled Django, you know, like <laughs> the baddest bull in the West. Anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, all right, so softball, bull riding, whatever. I'm just kidding. Barrel racing, that's cool. Uh, I know Deborah Fountain did cheerleading. In uh, right. in high school and played softball. That's where they got the. Not really. I mean, like I went. I thought that's to, where you got that from. I went to a private Christian school. Not and you. If you wanted Not to you. Be, yeah, my whole life. Oh, okay. Before going to Bible college. But <laughs> what's so funny? That prepared you for Bible college. <laughs> it certainly did. Um, but we had to wear like it was the kind of school where you had to wear like skirts, you know, like long skirts. It was a Baptist high school, and if you wanted to be on the cheerleading squad, you could be on the cheerleading squad. Like no one, I don't think, got turned away. So what's well, like our football team? Oh, is it? Yeah. Don't we have like a really good football team? Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of positions, and there's but a I lot. I mean, of, don't y'all like win like state championships? Yeah, but like, they still like if you want to play football, they'll let you be on the team. Okay. Well. Right. Yeah, so I, I, yeah got I mean, there's very few public high schools that actually cut people anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, basketball, we'll get into that later. That's a little harder, man. Oh, yeah. Not I mean, you don't need as many people. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I had a friend that taught me into doing it with her when I was, like, in 10th grade. So, yeah, I did it for, like, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, and it was fun. And I think the last year that I was – my senior year, we tried to start the softball team. So, like, I think – I, I played softball, but I think I think we had like three games or something, and um, you know, it's just that's just how it is with private schools. That was in Tennessee, so. Anyways, um, you did know. y'all make the playoffs? Oh, no! I, I mean, we played like three games, and I think a lot of them, you know, the teams didn't show up, or I don't know. It was just like it was a new endeavor for the school. I gotcha. And um, yeah, so that's my experience with sports. Yes. Now you're just a. Weightlifting baddie. Yeah. Not really an athlete. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. 
Definitely an athlete. Definitely, um, definitely an athlete. Yeah, I play basketball, soccer. I grew up playing soccer. Everybody knows all that. Whatever. I'm not talking about that again. Yeah. Everybody, did we we talked about you playing at UGA. I don't know if we yeah. talked about you, but I don't know if that was on the podcast we lost, or if it was on the. I don't know. I don't remember which yeah. one it was on. So I don't remember what it was on, but either. I think the one we lost, we talked about like, talk a about lot more, more like stories from like those times. Yeah. But yeah, played played a little foosball. Yeah, Deadwoods. Have you ever gotten drunk? <laughs> Just, just throw it all out. Let's forget just, about. Just throw it all about, out there. Yeah, let's talk about something interesting. Yeah. <laughs> throw it all out there. Yes, I have. What? Really? Let's talk about that. Yes. Like in the past. I'm not always. Two weeks. No. <laughs> Three weeks. No. Three years. months. No. It'd be a couple years. Okay, a couple I'm years. Usually, I'm usually I'm the kidding. sober sister and designated driver. Sober I, I, sister. Dang. I hang out with a, a crazy couple of girls, um, and I have to babysit them. A lot. Yeah, I can see you being the so, mom. Um, yeah, I don't get to drink that often with them. We were, one time we were at the bar, though, and I was supposed to get a drink because it was my birthday. So that's my, my two designations are my birthday I'm allowed to drink on, and then usually like if I graduated from something uh-huh. when we were doing school. So I'm over there, and I'm taking my shots up on stage with the band. I was just about to ask you what you drink, and then you just said shots. Shot, yeah. Throw it of course, there Throw we go. Out Bull out riding, barrel raising <laughs> shots. I mean... They go hand in hand. Sharks swimming. You can't have one without the other. Ain't no frolicking yeah. over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up there taking shots with them, and I look out and see my girls, and somebody bought them shots, and they're taking shots, and they're trying oh. to drive me home. So I'm like, oh, there goes that. But Golly. We're going to spend the night here. Who are, yeah. Who are these friends? We need to have a talk with them. Are they CrossFitters? No, they're not. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> I was going to ask you what you drink, what you like to drink, but I guess you just like going all in there, taking shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't like, you don't have like a, you don't like drink wine. No. I, that is. Oh, all, all did you see that I answer? Start, Hold on, did sorry. you see the way she answered that? Yeah, like, what? Wow. Like, we start with tequila. What? Start with tequila. Oh, God. 110%. 110%, all the way. Jose Cuervo? You're a friend of mine. No. <laughs> oh. oh. Or we uh, took a patrol. We did that. I almost threw up in my mouth. There's just something about tequila, man. It just does not. I can do one shot, I think. Like one shot. And then I just, I can't do another one. Or it'll make me gag. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, mm. I can't do it. Really just shots in general, I <laughs> think, these days. Like, one, yeah, yeah. one, I'm like, oh my right. God. And then, yeah, I'm just not a shooter. I just turn into, like, a beer guy these days. It's easier. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just every now. I mean, I'll drink on Wednesdays when we go, like, to taco, eat tacos and stuff. And not much. I mean, like, two Coronas and then I have had a couple PBRs today. hey Thanks, Ian. You're welcome. <laughs> beer champions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first shot of tequila was after I got a gold medal at the Georgia State Championship, and I wore my medal into the restaurant, and the waiter was like, can I buy you a shot of tequila? And I was like, sure. <laughs> you were, well, y'all both were there. Y'all were both there. Do you remember that? He went to Georgia State Championship. Oh, you weren't? He was actually competing no, 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 in a power... Justin were there. He was in a powerlifting meet. Was, well, was that, that, was, that, that was Ironborn. Okay, that was Ironborn. Ironborn. Okay, yeah. well, either way, I wore my medal. Yeah. I just remember Eliza was there, and... 
But um, yeah, that was Ironborn. That was Ironborn. Oh yeah, because Lynn was there, Gunner was there, Asher. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I wore my medal, and he was like, "Can I buy you a shot of tequila?" I was like, "Sure, bring it." <laughs> I think Go there's a video. It. Yeah. That was fun. So you don't have, but so like you don't have a drink you like, do you? Mm-mm. No. Not a particular one. Vodka's a no go. Vodka's a no. Hard pass. Yeah, same. Vodka. That's the one thing that knocked me out. Got so drunk. Same. We could have. We could start a support group on vodka. If it makes you hurl in a fan and you're wearing it. That's, a that's, hurl that's, in ooh. a fan. Yes. There's a story there. That, it made you. <laughs> it made you toss yeah. your cookies in a fan. In a fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, that's a story that might be for another day. Yeah. I don't know. Nah, it's for now. Okay, so tell us how you toss your cookies in a fan. Just way too much. Just trying to keep up. <laughs> and I, I used to be able to. Now, see, I could drink a lot of people under the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you mix two 44-ounce Sex on the Beaches. Oh. I don't even know how much tequila rose. And then we threw in some vodka with it, and it just mm. it went downhill from there. It's a bad combo, right? That's why, she always, that's why she always don't go out with me at these places. And I'd be like, hey, Deb, let's go She's like, eat nah, with the... Bro. Let's go eat with the... With the team, let's go out and have some drinks. She's like, no, nah, man, I got to rest. Because she don't trust herself on that vodka. Nope. Challenge accepted, and next thing you know, it's one too <laughs> <That's> many. <right. laughs> respect that. Respect the boundaries. Yeah. Respect the boundaries, for sure. I think I think I can des- guess Deborah Fountain's favorite drink. Probably old-fashioned. Yeah, I love an old-fashioned. Yeah. A good old-fashioned. And just Justin. shout out to yeah. Um, yeah, Justin Little. He makes a really, really, really good old-fashioned. Papa Moose. Papa yeah. Moose. I love some whiskey. And I do enjoy sometimes certain whiskeys just sipping on it. Like that Irish whiskey we had in the airport in mm-hmm. Albuquerque. Yeah, that was good. Mm, I got yeah, some Irish was, whiskey in my truck. That was really good. And Ooh. I also really love red wine. Yeah, Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. I bought some Irish whiskey for our podcast. Okay. For, our, for the first one we did. Yeah. Why did we drink it? I forgot it in my truck. It's that kind that Conor McGregor endorses. What's it called? It's Irish I whiskey. Know. I haven't heard of that. I didn't know it I don't yet. Know. I'm not a whiskey guy anymore. What are you? What's your favorite drink, Ian? Like if somebody was like, hey, I'm going to make you a drink and I can make the best drinks in the world, which one do you want? Uh, I mean, I like old fashions too. Yeah? I like old fashions. But I mean, I'm a bourbon guy. I like bourbon. Mm. Yeah. Now, does bourbon have to be made in Kentucky for it to be bourbon? Yes. Otherwise I think different it's whiskey. people. <laughs> Otherwise, different it's whiskey. According to what they told me on the Kentucky bourbon tour. Yeah. Oh. Different <laughs> people have okay. different opinions on that. It's okay. really interesting. Yeah. It's really confusing. Right. But I do. I like bourbon. And honestly, I really I like Irish whiskey. Honestly. That's probably that, my... Bro, I bought some. I don't know why I didn't bring it to the... Like, market. if you... like, it, I probably... I drink bourbon more than I do... Irish whiskey is just because it's more like good bourbons are more readily available than good Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. But like if I had to choose, it would be Irish whiskey. Okay. I'll never yeah. forget though that Irish whiskey at the airport because I think did Justin buy those shots or did you buy them? I don't remember. But either way, I like drank mine and Tyler didn't finish his, and I was like, I'll finish it. <laughs> I don't remember. I did. Oh, uh, that was did, Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. 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 Albuquerque. Yeah. In the airport. I that was really good. Hmm. That was fun. Good yeah, times. That was good times. That was a good trip. Albuquerque was a good trip. It was. That was a fun trip. Um, all right, so what do we have coming up next? So we have Pan Ams coming up. Um, Ian, are you going to, like, if you qualify for it, you, you maybe, <coughs> might do it? Maybe? Probably. Maybe. I mean, maybe, yeah. Maybe. It's Orlando. That's a day trip. Like, you could bring your family to that. Yeah. I mean, I really, I was thinking we might do that and do hit up, like, Disney Springs. Disney Springs or Disney. That's the, I call Disney Springs the Dollar General Disney. 
I mean, yeah, you ain't wrong. Because you can just you just go up in there. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Wrong. It's still right. really fun. It's a dog. I mean, it's I mean, we're nice. gonna be in Orlando. I gotta take the kids somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll be fun. So yeah, I mean, we might do that. Abigail's old enough now. Might be able to take her somewhere and do something. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, for the record, she still remembers that the dinosaur restaurant we ate at, and she still asks to watch those videos on my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's fine. Um, so Deb Woods is the only one signed up for Pan Ams right now. So well, I got to qualify. Technically, yeah, and you got to qualify. But technically, right now it's just me and you. Just me and you, homie. Yeah, we don't really know Deb found Deborah Fountain's situation. I don't know. I don't know if four weeks is enough. You can definitely come hang out. We'll see. Definitely be there. Definitely be there. You should be there. We'll figure it out. Yeah. The last Pan Ams that I did was my worst meet ever, my lowest total ever. So it would be nice to redeem for myself. some redemption. But you did total. I did, and I will. I'm grateful for a total. Just yeah. There's only two bomb outs right here, and it's me and Deb Woods. We don't want to hear your sob like, story. This was redemption for me. I bombed last time at yeah. National. Yeah. So yeah. you never bombed. You better get that little sad look off your face. <laughs> Well, my knee was in the worst shape, I think, for that meet yeah. that it ever, ever was. And um, I feel like I've, it's been a long road to, you know, healing, mm-hmm. and it's been really good. So it's it's nice to think about how far I've come, you know. Yeah. So it'd be nice to do it and do better. So. Yeah. You can do really good tomorrow. You've been snatching really good. You've been You're snatching good. good. You've been cleaning your good. You gotta just, it's time yeah. to get You're out of here. You've been looking good on your reels. <laughs> yeah, there's the reels out Thank there. You. Thank you, Ian. Yeah. Um, so we got, uh, yeah, Pan Ams, and then, where's, is there, where's Worlds this year? I'm just, Finland. I'm trying to go down the Masters Road right Finland. now. It's Finland. Finland. Yeah. And it's you like, really, you have to be at the very top to be, like, to be invited to go. You can't just uh, go if you want to. You can't just pay and go. Yeah, I didn't understand that situation until someone was explaining it to me. Is it because it's not in the U.S.? Like, if it was mm-hmm. in the U.S., then you would have more spots. Yeah. I can't remember who was explaining that to me, but when it's in America, it Tom it's open. Uh, I think maybe, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. So when it's, in a, when it's in America, it's open? Yeah, when it's in America, anyone who wants to pay can go that qualified for it. Okay. But if it's somewhere else, it's going to be open to that country, and only the very top, like, medalists from yeah. America or any other countries can okay. go. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Tom explained that. I didn't, Time to do some work. I didn't know that. <clears throat> oh, man. I got bills, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Um, was there anything else anybody uh, Anything else anybody want to talk about on this podcast? On the Debisode? Do we need anything else from the Debisode? Really? Am I missing something? Because you do need to get in the bed because you got to compete tomorrow. Yeah. I got to wait at 7. Yeah. And I'm overweight right now, so maybe I'll lose some weight in my sleep. I'm sure you will. Or else I'll be an 81, and I'll be competing on, on Sunday. <laughs> on Sunday. Right. <laughs> or maybe later tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't looked. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm? We can save it for another time. What? No. Okay. We'll no, save, what are you we'll going to say? for another one. No, because it, it, we could like or give us dive a, deep into at it. Least give we'll us a, for another time. Well, at least give us a title. Teaser for into the yeah, next A little one. teaser. Well, I was all right. So, I think the three of us in here have all had significant weight loss. Before. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so like yeah. that, I was just saying that's something like I know, like we could dive into it, but oh, it would yeah, go yeah. for a while. I mean, I think that's a very interesting. Well, I mean, so. what time is it? Let's see. I mean, you can edit. I mean, 
Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll we'll go through that a little bit. Yeah. We'll go through that. All right. So, before we left, Ian had a really good idea because each person here, besides me, and I don't mean this. <laughs> Matt actually was really tiny, scrawny, and he needed to gain weight. My my, nick, my nickname was Little Matt. Right. That's a whole. That's a whole different. You've had weight gain. That's a whole different thing you have to deal with. Okay. It is being called small. Okay, by all your friends. I think you right. body shame no matter what it is. You can. Small, big. Now that I have muscles, I, I oh, get body yeah. shame for that. Kinda, like, yeah. I was training somebody, and they're like, "Well, as long as I don't look like you," and I'm like, "Oh my god, somebody okay. said that." Yes, I actually had Jeez. when I was working. Really? She's like, "You know, I want to lift weights, but I don't want to look like you." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I was legit. So. Why? Why? I want to look like them. <laughs> what are you talking about? Good God. <laughs> so, so, whoever you are, you suck. And I was like, yeah. Whoever you are out there, you're a dummy. You suck. You're a dummy. <laughs> Get better. God, that makes me mad. All right. Anyway, so, so, so Ian, both Deb and well, Deb and Deborah, um, have ha- have had, you know, some significant weight loss stories, and um, I'm just gonna let each one of them just kind of talk about it. They can go into as much detail or as less detail as they want to. But I think it's a really good talk about. It's a good idea, Ian. So why don't you uh, lead it off? All right. All right. Um, I guess. I mean, I I, I don't know how how long we got, but go way back. I mean, I've all, I've always just been big, but I mean, I played football. I've always been big, but I've always been able to move. Right. So between football and all that, um, I mean, when I was at UGA playing, I was three hundred forty pounds. That was my playing weight. And then I got injured, concussions, had to stop playing. So while I was there still at UGA, I dropped a bunch of weight because I was working in the weight room for five hours a day. So it was easy to drop it then. I got down to like 270, all right, after I stopped playing. Then graduated college, started teaching again, ballooned back up to like 340, 350, and spent probably the better part of like a, a decade about you know bouncing back and forth between 340 and 270 pounds it's going back and forth back and forth back and forth so it was February of 2019 I guess it was was when it was right it was a little while after my daughter Gentry Ann was born um it kind of just hit me that like I needed to do something or else I wouldn't be able to do the things I wanted to do for her. Um, and I, it was, I'd kind of been tricking myself still cause I was still working out all the time. I mean, I was still, I was doing CrossFit at the time. I was still uh, working out. I mean, anytime a running wad came around, I wouldn't be worth a crap, but you know, I was still able to, I was still the strongest guy in the gym, mm-hmm. you know? So I was kind of tricking myself to thinking that I was fine, but it just hit me that you know, there was no reason for me to be 340, 350 pounds anymore and that I need to do something about it. So I, um, I started doing it, started doing it on my own. I lost about 10 pounds 
um, over the course of the next like five, six weeks. And then I started doing the old RP diet. Um, RP is kind of what kind of kicked it into high gear for me. Um, tapping to level discipline, I'll probably never be able to find again. Um, this is I, true. I was like so strict. This is true. It. It's a quick, sad story. I walked into a restaurant in, in Moultrie one time. I saw E in there with his family visiting him from out of town. They had food. He did not. And I was like, so I like sit down and I'm whoever I was with, maybe maybe Ian Catherine, I can't remember, but it was like, man, I think Ian is like not eating because he's on that RP diet. So I think I said something to you. Mm-hmm. I said, hey man, are you not, not eating with your family? And Joy's like, no, nah, man, I'm going to eat. He walked out to their car. Got my Tupperware. Got his Tupperware and ate his food, yeah, man. Tupperware. That's the discipline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like super straight, super disciplined on it um, for, you know, going on between cuts and maintenance for over a year. I mean, I got all the way down to like 232, which it really, realist, honestly, realistically is not maintainable for me. Um, but I went from that 340 down to 332 and... So that was in 2020 or 2021, but I mean, I've been able to maintain it off for the past two years, which was really, honestly, always really kind of been my struggle was maintaining and keeping it off. Um, Which to me, I mean, they may have different, to me, keeping it off is the hardest part, at least it has been for me. And maintaining that level of knowing, all right, it's starting to go back up. All right, let's, you know, get it back in order. Um, so that was me. I mean, that's me and kind of a quick snippet of my story. It really had all to do when I started having my babies, um, knowing that if I, uh, if I didn't do something, I wouldn't be around to be able to do things I wanted to do for them. So, yeah. Or even if I was around, I, I'd have to watch from afar cause I wouldn't be able to do physically anything. So, right. Right. And now you're just a, just a stud. Straight stud. Just a yeah, yeah. I actually can't imagine you. I remember when we first started coaching you at at the CrossFit gym, and you know, you being you saying you were, I guess when you were around me, I guess you were three twenty maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine you like that anymore. Because you kept because yeah. you kept it off for so long. Yeah, I look so back at pictures and it's like I can't remember it. I mean, I have to do you know a, a triple take because I was like I was that heavy for so long. Mm-hmm. And now I see pictures of myself, and I'm just like, wow. Like, yeah. you know, I taught PE. Like, why, why, <laughs> like, why the hell do those kids listen to me? Well, you know, I mean, really, I mean, seriously, I look back at that, and I'm you like. you were big. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah, I taught, like, PE, and I yeah. weighed, and, you know, and I weighed, and I weighed that much, you know. Yeah. Like, look like that. Like, why do those kids listen to me when I'm sitting there teaching about health? Yeah. For the reason they did, I guess they like me, but. Yeah. Well, whatever you're doing, man, it's working. It's good. Yeah, I appreciate you're good, it. Man. You're strong. Appreciate it. Athletic. Yeah. You're doing an athletic strength sport now. Right. I am. And that was mentally that was another mental thing to get over too, is having lost that significant amount of a weight. I mean, I was still doing CrossFit in between there, but what losing that significant amount of weight, I lost a decent amount of strength too. I mean, still, oh, yeah. still pretty strong. Guy. I remember watching you squat six hundred pounds. But that would honestly, that was kind of the men, the hardest thing mentally to get over because I'd mm-hmm. always had this high, high level strength, mm-hmm. and then, I, you know, even though I was two hundred and forty, two hundred fifty pounds, 
I still thought I should be there, right. but I wasn't. So that was a difficult thing for me to grasp right. and come to terms with. Um, but, but, but it did. But definitely and, worth it. Oh, yeah. If, definitely worth it without a doubt. And really and truly, once I just dedicated to getting it back, I mean, I'm not back to that level that I was, but, I mean, I'm very satisfied with my strength level. Yeah. You know, nothing to complain about. I would say so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, Deb Woods, you probably have a pretty similar story to that. Yeah, I realized I didn't know we had all three done RP as well. Yeah. I didn't know you had done it. Yeah, yeah. I did yeah. too. I don't know Deborah has mm-hmm. it at one point. Um, mine's kind of similar. I've always been bigger when I was little. Um, I guess around 16 was the first time I decided to start losing weight. Did not do it in the most healthy fashion, I'll be honest. I think I cut down to like 500 calories a day. I was doing like half a peanut butter sandwich. Wow. And, yeah. um, but during that time, I think I lost 120 pounds in like five months. Mm-hmm. Lost a lot of hair. Not, it wasn't a good scene. Shouldn't yeah. do it that way. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, lost it. Of course, when you lose it like that, it kind of goes back up. Um, I come from a family, like my dad's side is all big. And he actually um, passed away when I was younger. He got up to 700 pounds. Um, and it was organ failure and things like that. So after that, I kind of wanted to transition and do it in a more healthy way. I was a little bit older then. Um, started going to the gym, working out. I, well, actually, when I was 16, when I started doing it that time, I'd walk two hours a day to the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Nice. Yeah. That's what I'm talking the about. Whole that sounds CD. awesome. Everybody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that CD, yep. Yeah. Up and down between my rooms, because while my parents were asleep one day, I tore the wall out between the two rooms and gave me a longer trail to walk inside. There you go. Uh, they weren't paying attention. Yes, there were, the wall was in between my closet to the next room, and I just cut it out and had a whole thing through two rooms. Yeah, That's so. what I'm talking about. Dedication right there. <laughs> That's dedication. That's dedication. That's great. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so tried to do it again in a healthier fashion later on, kind of going to the gym, working on the treadmill all the time. Um, lost down again, kind of yo-yoed up and down, kind of like you talked about Ian. Um, then my friend Becky Harper introduced me to CrossFit. And I was back at 240 by then. I had went back up from, I'd gotten down to 180, then went back up, did CrossFit, got back down to, stayed at around 180, 190, um, doing CrossFit, and then started RP about three years ago. And did a nice cut and was able to lose like 36 pounds on my first cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was good, kind of enjoyed that. Um, and you're right, maintenance is the hardest. Yeah. Just trying to keep it, it in check once you lose it and not going back to that yo yo because it exactly. can get real easy. Very easily can happen. Yeah. yeah. So from 304 to now. Hold on. Okay. You tore a, you tore a hole in your wall? <laughs> I did. Took out a little section. I have a, You kept talking after that. Mom and I will just tell you, yes. Yeah. I did. Like, that's so nonchalant about it. I can't get past it. That's amazing. That's it was crazy. Slow and gradually, while either they were gone or they were asleep. Believe it or not, you can keep it quiet enough, and you can just take just down the parts. Piece of wall in between the house. Shuttle walks. Mm-hmm. Deb Woods was down. doing shuttle walks before. It was a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you? Did you see that as quick? But did you see that people were walking it instead of running it and got better times? Mm-mm. On the. I didn't see that. Yeah, I'll look that up later. Sorry. That's that's insane. That is crazy. I've never heard that whole story. Where there's a will, story. there's a way. I've never heard yeah. the whole story. Wow. I did R- RP2, by the way, 
and I lost from uh, like one eighty five to one seventy two. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah, it'll work. I was peeled like a potato. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you work it, there's my RP story. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to Deborah Fountain. Well, I in high school, I think we were asked to come up with a word, an adjective that started with the same letter as our name, and I think I picked the word determined. But I think this Deb, like, actually, actually is way more determined. It has way more drive than I. That also starts with a D. Yeah. Hey. So, anyways, perfect. Driven. Um, I was always a super chubby, awkward kid. Like, uh, like for as long as I can remember, I just remember thinking, one day I'm, I'll be normal. One day I'll fit in. I just want to be normal. I don't want to stand out. I just want to fit in and be normal. But I was very tomboyish, and I think just one bad decision after another between, like, me and my mom, like, with my haircuts, it just never really, like, worked out for me. Like, I had a mullet for a really long time, and then, like, a perm that my aunt Mullets gave are coming me. back. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> anyways, I, um... I wasn't really athletic. I did the cheerleading thing for fun in high school because I had a, a really sweet friend who I still, her name's Tabitha. She um, was very sweet and encouraging to me, like literally probably like my like opposite of me, but she was, you know, athletic and popular and she just kind of like took me under her wing. She also did some crazy stuff and I was way more like calm and mild mannered, but um, she encouraged me to do like cheerleading and she would speak a lot of positive things um, to me in high school. And um, But anyways, I just went through college, focused on grades because I felt like that was what I'd, you know, always just kind of like be good at making good grades. And um, But then I had a really awesome roommate in college named Roxy. She also, you know, spoke a lot of positive things, helped me kind of change some bad habits because she was really fit. She even um, did... Uh, some she did high jump at a UGA after okay. she left Emmanuel College. She was my roommate first at Emmanuel. But anyways, um, so I was lucky to have some people in my life to kind of speak some encouraging things. And but then I got married young, started having babies, and um, by the time I was pregnant with my second child, Harrison, my first son, he I remember going to the hospital to give birth to him, and I weighed two hundred and thirty six pounds. And um, I somehow, I don't know the science behind it, I can't explain it, but I went in to have, to give birth to him, and I was 236 pounds. I gave birth to a nine-pound baby, and I left the hospital weighing 238 pounds. Somehow I gained two pounds after. So it was after that that I was really just, I just felt like I've got to do something. And so that kind of started, I just knew I wasn't happy. And I was like, I've got to do something, you know. So we ended up moving to Moultrie from North Georgia. We moved to Moultrie. And I kind of, I was, a, I became a stay-at-home mom. And I had more time to run and, you know, try to, I had no idea about eating healthy. I hadn't, I just thought the less calories, the better. You know, I had no idea. I didn't understand fueling your body. I didn't understand fats, proteins, and carbs. But, um, <clears throat> And that understanding came later in life, but I did kind of start to run, and I had some running partners, and I lost some weight before having my other two children. But it was after having um, my youngest, my fourth, Neil, that I was just, I never got as heavy as I got with my my second pregnancy, but I definitely wasn't happy, and I wanted to lose weight, and that's where I started doing Y-Fit, 
and then CrossFit and then starting to train. Um, but I did do RP. Um, while I was doing CrossFit, I heard about Renaissance periodization and that taught me a lot about, you know, macros. And but but right before that for a few months I used my fitness pal. I learned a lot doing my fitness pal and um, I don't know if it's free anymore, but I did a free version. But then um, doing RP, I really learned a lot. And I'll do it for a, you know for a few months. Then I'll take a break, and then I'll do it. But I I also I bought this a, a you know Amazon. I bought those prep containers that have the different sections. And I several meals. I remember going out to eat with my family, and I'd have like the chicken that I cooked in a crock pot, you know, on Sunday. I'd have that measured out. I'd have like blueberries in one container, some sweet potatoes in another, and I'd put that sugar-free barbecue sauce on my chicken. And I that was the easiest meal that I could mm-hmm. take with me. I also sometimes I'd remember I would um, sometimes do the chicken with like put salsa on it. And I remember eating that at the um, the uh, the Indian fest or the Native American <laughs> whatever festival at um, Chiha. I remember like taking that and eating it because I didn't want to eat. You know, I wanted to stay on the plan. And the same as what you were saying, the first time I did RP, I had the highest mm-hmm. level of dedication to it the first time I did it. And um, I took before and after, before, before, during, and after pictures, and mm-hmm. RP posted it. Um, that was that was a few years back. They posted it years later when I reposted it. But, um, but I was successful. I think it's a great plan, you know, and you can do fat loss or maintenance or, you know, it's like an RP commercial here, but... But anyways, I've done We're all the getting, plans. I'm not getting anything, no kickback from RP, <laughs> by the way. So RP, if you're listening to this, Mike Isretel, I'm going to need some kickback. Yeah. But I think it's a great, I mean, it, it makes it simple. It makes it very easy. And just one more thing I'd like to say real quick about um, about nutrition is that I, I, I came up with this theory on my own, but since then I've learned that that it's been written about and talked about, but this idea of being committed to a system and being committed to habits is more important than having a goal. Because if you set a goal, short-term goal, long-term goal, one of two things is gonna happen. You're either going to succeed or you're gonna fail. And if you succeed, a lot of times you felt like, well, I've made it. And you quit doing the things that got you there. You literally feel like, well, check that off my list. There's something psychological about just check. I've done that, so I'm good now. And you quit doing the things that got you there, and you don't sustain. Mm-hmm. And Or you fail, and that's just devastating. It makes you feel like, well, why even try again? And so I feel like finding a healthy system that, that puts you in the direction that you want to go and committing to it is way better, way more sustainable for long-term, you know, health, fitness, working out even, mm-hmm. is way more beneficial. And I had this this thought process, but it's it was original, but actually there's actually been books written about it and stuff. So I, I didn't write the book, but um, it's something to consider and to think about when it comes to fitness or just any any lifestyle change just deciding I'm going to do these things because they're taking me in the direction I want to go. You don't have to set this goal, this ultimate end point because it, because a goal succeeding at a goal marks an end point. But, um, that was hugely helpful for me when I was trying to change my eating habits and my nutrition. It was huge because I never stopped. I'm still mindful. I still think, well, I'm not going to eat, you know, I'll try to stay away from bread, you know, because it's been helpful for me. I feel better. 
to keep the weight off. So, so finding things that are helpful and committing to those things and without an ultimate end goal, I think, is really helpful. Right. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, yeah, that's why I don't really, I don't do, I don't do well when people tell me they do, and I'm not like, I've had, there's been several people at the gym that's done like 75 hard, so I'm not like talking bad about 75 hard or anything like that, but like, that's just a, it just throws these rules on you and, mm -hmm. you know, are you really, are you really, like what you're saying, are you committing, are you really committing to... A life change, a, life change. a sustainable right, life right, right, change, right, right. probably not. Yeah, and I think things like that are a great way for people to kickstart. Kickstart, yeah. But kind of like what Deb was saying, I think people see that and they may have great results from it, but they see it as a check in the box and then they mm -hmm. fall back on the wayside. Mm -hmm. I and mean, that's the reason I kept yo-yoing is because, all right, I, all right, I'm back up to 330. All right, I got to get 270. Get well, I get 270, 270 mm -hmm. and I quit doing the things that got me down there to 270, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, the 75 hours break would kickstart it, but can you maintain the same habits? And that, I think, RP was a great thing for me. One, you know, I had the discipline, but two, kind of like what Deborah was saying, I mean, it taught me what I needed to do in order to to maintain it. Right. You know, mm -hmm. um, and help me kind of maintain those those habits and those lifestyles. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's certain things with RP that, like I, like, I don't drink sweet tea. Oh, yeah, no. You know, like, I cut out... Like sugar for like almost a whole only year, cow, with only the exception calorie, of hundred, with, with the exception of honey. 100%. You know, um, like I cut out sugar for a whole year, and like I still can't drink sweet tea. It's just like yeah. I, I used to drink it every meal, mm -hmm. but now it's like I just I can't, yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Can't only, do it anymore. Only calorie I'm gonna drink is a beer. You know, right? Hundred percent. Right, and I, I think that it. I think that's something about this too that feels like you get you kind of realize all right. Right. If I am going to have a beer, right, I don't need to have this. You know, it's like a, instead of having it all, it's just, a, you can still have it, but you got to be conscious of it mm -hmm. and plan for it and just have a trade off. Right. Like, I know I'm, you know, we're having a Sunday school gathering. I know there's going to be like five cakes there. Right. So, <laughs> so I, I, need, I, need, I need to wash the carbs. But the I don't want beer because right. I'm, I'm Presbyterian, so there's going to be beer there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, you know, oh, wait, you're Methodist. I'm Methodist. Well, same, oh, same thing. Same, same thing, thing, thing when it comes to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to that, at least. Yeah. Right. Theological yeah. debate right now. Exactly. Here we go. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's, I think that's what so many people struggle with. And that's yeah. kind of why I want to throw it out there. It's just like to know that, I mean, there's people, there's probably, there's probably people in our gym that are struggling with it right now. Right. But it's a, I, I want them to know that there's people that have been through it mm -hmm. because when, it, it's difficult to see all these people on Instagram, social media, whatever, who, you know, have no offense, but, you know, you don't listen to a little skinny girl who's never been through, right? who's never had to walk through that mental valley of mm -hmm. having to do significant weight loss or having been that large. You know, not that their intentions, you know, they have good intentions, but it's yeah. when, when you hear it from somebody who's walked through that valley that you're trying to walk through right now, mm -hmm. It, it has more impact. And there may be people that come to the gym or just in our community or just people that follow you in general who don't know your story. So they could right. look at Deborah or Deb or you and be like, you know, struggling and look at somebody like you and be like, well, they don't know. Right. Well, they're perfect. 
they work out every day. They have time to work out. They had time to work out. They had time to prep all their meals and stuff like that. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, they were exactly where you were at one point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't come up with excuses. Don't, you know. Like, it's, it's all a choice. And I've, I've never struggled with, like, <coughs> I, I know this is fun. Like, like, people that are overweight don't never like this. But, like, I literally, like, it, it sucked being called Little Matt my entire life. And I remember, like... Yeah. It's still a mental struggle. Whether I could, you're I to could gain weight or lose weight. I could not gain I mean, it's weight. It's still a mental struggle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's guys. I mean, I think I come from Crawford County. So I'm around guys that like love football and they're big. And they're just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so I remember, I remember just like, and it's the same thing. I remember just committing and being like, I'm going to eat until I throw up and I know that sounds so bad mm-hmm. and like y'all probably think that's stupid but like no honestly, I would, I would honestly like I would make I mean I'm on the opposite end of this but I would honestly make the argument that to have the, the struggle of gaining weight is probably mentally tougher than the struggle to lose weight from the fact that because it goes yeah. against the social grain of every you know because like you yeah. like you can't you can't talk about it in most circles. Like you can't talk you can't talk about the struggle of gaining no, weight no. because then you'll just be ridiculed. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I wish right. I had I wish I had that problem. Right. That's the best one. So in I that, wish I had that problem. Yeah, in that aspect, like yeah. I could see how it probably is more mentally yeah. tougher. As a but think, yeah, but as a man, as a man, you know, when you're small, you know, a lot of women don't want anything to do with you because you're small. And so uh, you know, so me walking up to the scale and it's like, oh, I'm only, I'm still only 145, or okay, now I'm 150, and then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll never forget the day I stepped on the scale and I was 180. I remember stepping on the scale at the YMCA and I was 180. I you had arrived. And I thought, yeah, and I was still a skinny little boy. <laughs> I'm a man <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, but um, even with that, like, it just you have to make you know the choice to. It's it's not a I'm like I'm sorry, but it takes more than seventy five days to to get from one hundred and forty pounds to one eighty, and it takes more than seventy five days to get from three hundred and forty pounds down to two hundred and forty pounds, and you know, and same with with you know what you guys did, and so if you listen to this and you know and you follow these guys and you're like, because I know I hear it all the time, I hear it all the time, I was like. Oh well, if I had your life or I had your life, then I could do that too. And it's like, it's like, no, you really can mm-hmm. if you really commit to it. You know, if you really commit to it. And yeah. you hear that I don't have time. You hear the, you know, um, I don't have time to get in the gym, stuff like that, or I don't have time to prep. And I think really what it boils down to is because I feel like that all the time I'm not calling anybody out I to this day I'm still like well if I had more time I could do this I find myself in, in that, that mindset too so I'm not like calling anybody out but there's always time and there's you know it it, it, it sounds cliche but it just takes a little bit of sacrifice yeah. you gotta make a, you gotta make time for it's it it's a little bit of sacrifice we got room at 5am there's 5 a.m., baby. We open that gym at 5 a.m. Deb Woods opens that gym at 5 a.m. at 4.45. All right? It's either yep. going to be a red Dodge, a green Jeep. <laughs> what else do y'all drive? A black Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I sold mine, because yours is bigger than mine. 
So I got another truck. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was really good. That's really good for people to hear. Cause and I know I keep going back to this, but I know there's people that like look at you guys, and they're like, I don't think jealous is is the right word, but just kind of like, they don't they don't know where I am. You know what I mean? That's how I. They don't know where I am. Segueing into conversations with sometimes people at the gym that'll say something about the way I look. I'm like, well, it wasn't always this way. It's not to brag that I've lost weight or to to make them feel better, like they're in the middle of their weight loss journey. But it is so that they know that I come from that place, and I, I what this wasn't always. I didn't always look right. like this, and it hasn't yeah. always been. It, well, it's never easy because you have to work to maintain and everything like that. So I kind of try to use that when people do approach me or talk to me, whether it's in the gym or just out and about or anything. Um, so I do know where their struggle is. Right. I've been there on the For floor, sure. sweating, about to <laughs> do, <laughs> do a burpee, yep. three burpees in, thinking, "Oh God, I'm going to die here." Yeah. You know, everybody else is more is is fitter than I am. Yeah, been there. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. All right, real quick. We I mean, don't have to go into detail. I just want to know what was your favorite Disney movie, Ian? My favorite Disney favorite movie. Disney movie. Oh man, are we talking, it could be Disney. It could are we be talking Pixar, like Pixar? It could be. Well, hold on, are we talking about what we grew up on, or are we talking about like what our what our want. kids are growing whatever up? Whatever you want. It could be what you grew up on. It could be what what your kids. Grew up on. All right, my favorite is not my it's not my daughter's favorite. Okay. And I and I don't like it because she don't want to watch it that often. Okay. My favorite is Brave. Brave. That's a good movie. That's got a good soundtrack. That's a really good movie. But I like Brave. Is that Disney? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's Pixar. It's yeah, Disney. yeah. It's okay. She's the only Pixar princess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I know a lot about it. It's still Disney. I love that soundtrack. That soundtrack's great. It is a good. One. But Brave is my favorite. Brave is my favorite. But we uh we we jam out. Adrian's favorite is, um, yeah, she's she's frozen all the way. Frozen. Yeah, yeah. she's frozen all the way. Yeah, that's so. right. um, that's good. That's yeah. a good one. I like that. What about you, Deb Woods? Uh, Hercules. James Woods is Hades. It's just mm. the, oh the yeah, he was a good. He was a good Hades. Hey, that's a so. good answer. These are two really good answers. Good you guys, you got some work to do there, Deborah yeah. Found. That's a good. That's a good soundtrack too. What's the uh, the gospel truth? That's the gospel truth. Oh, yeah. Them ladies are singing on that one. Hercules. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Deborah Found? What's your favorite Disney movie? It's not a good one. I'm, it's, it's the one I grew up on. I love Sleeping Beauty. That's a good movie. I have always loved it so much. There's so many scenes. Briar Rose. I love, yeah. She, um, I love where the fairy godmothers are like trying to change her dress color and it goes blue, mm-hmm. pink, blue, pink. Yeah, and it's that's both. Good. I'm like, she should just leave it where it's like half of each color. It's so pretty. And um, like as a little girl, I remember thinking that. And also like Maleficent, she's so evil and so dark and so scary yeah, and the yeah. dragon. and Which are some good movies, by thrilling. the way, with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the interesting backstory, which they just got very creative with that and that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, she is my favorite and I love that ever since I was little. It's my favorite. That's good. So, That's good. I gave the new school. I got to give my old school one. Put your old I, school I in. Throw school. it in there. Throw it in there. My old school one. Then went I, in between. The one that I grew up on was made in like the 1940s, the animated Robin Hood. Oh, with the, with the yeah. foxes. Heck yeah. The fo- yeah, that's what I grew up on. We went through a right. season. The foxes. Little John. My boys love it. Gee, Hosefat, Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Put that piece shooter down. Yeah. 
We watched that a ton. That's it. Yeah. Growing up, and my yeah. boys love it too. Because yeah. I, pr- I, I think I, I I probably melted that tape by watching. What's it. your favorite? What's your favorite Robin Hood though? Favorite Robin Hood. Your favorite Robin Hood. Like your favorite variation of Robin Hood. I mean, might be that one. Honestly, I mean, I think Kevin Costner did a pretty good Robin Hood. Men in tights. Men in tights, bro. Men in tights. Men in tights. Well, man, I was Gary Hills. Gary Hills. That's good. Men in tights is good. Master Robin. (laughs) Achoo. Bless you. (laughs) You lost your arms in battle. But you grew a nice set of boobs. <laughs> That's like the best. That's it, it bro. That's it. Yeah. My favorite Disney movie, old, new, whatever, Fox and the Hound. Oh, that's a good I one. Don't care. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm gonna cry every time. I watched Fox and the Hound two the other day with Abigail. It was mm-hmm. terrible. Absolutely terrible. Really? Worst thing I've ever seen. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, those were good answers. Those were really good. Sure. All those. Anyway, Deborah Fallon's gotta go to bed. Yep. Deb was probably. She's been sick. She competed today. Yeah. She needs to go to bed. She didn't know she signed up. Ian's got a day in between. We got to go be patriotic tomorrow. So we will see y'all at the next one. Maybe at Pan Ams. Peace out. We'll see who makes it. Yep. Got to qualify. <laughs> see ya.